0: Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster, America's test table, where we ask the age old question, how badly can we stress each other out while playing a tabletop role playing game? My name is John Baltisberger.
1: I am Charles R. Bernard.
2: I'm Bridget Brave.
0: The answer, lost, and the answer is a lot. <laughs> uh, for it's those of healthy. you who couldn't hear the whisper, that's Mr. Patchkey. I'm getting um, started early. So <clears throat> my friends, we've been doing wandering monster for a very long time now, and by we, I mean myself and Charles, and before Charles, me and Leonard, it's just been this whole thing. Um I'm pretty happy with what we have going on right now. Uh, there's one person in the group that smells a little funny, but we're doing pretty good. Um, so one thing that I have, yep, uh, one thing that I have uh, harped on, let's say, time and time again, is my um, uh, avoidance of Eurocentric games. Um if I see a game is standard, uh, like, castles and medieval European elves and dwarves, essentially, like, if it's Tolkien, but it's, you know, not Tolkien, actually Tolkien, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm cool on it. um, uh, just not a big, big fan of those games, because for a very long time, that was the game. Uh, that was what was out there uh and once i discovered the indie scene and i realized like no, there's so much more out there it's it changed it changed me as a person so i always look for things that are um outside of that particular flavor of game now the other day um my friend roland coons messaged me and said hey this podcast mentioned you. They said favorable things about odd gobs. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me check this out. And, uh, us? Uh, well, yeah, us. Uh, as in Madness Heart Games, uh, the, the, the Papa Nurgle of Wandering Monster, if you will. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, to my surprise, the person saying the kind things was, uh, Exalted Funeral, an incredible online store that has taken much more of my money than I feel comfortable disclosing, uh, including today as I purchased a second edition of, uh, uh, of the Markport vinyl, uh, this one to frame. But uh, this will not stand. I cannot have Exalted Funeral out there saying nice things about me unanswered. And so I immediately went to their website and purchased the entire catalog of a game called Primal Quest. I did this because it's cool. Like, it's Stone Age TTRPG. And I've seen a few things like that before, but I hadn't seen anything that really embraced kind of the, like, gonzo Lost World feel of, like, a, a, a Genndy tartovsky uh cartoon i think that's actually a cartoon might actually also be called primal uh anyway primal quest has that feel um it's it's brutal it's cool this is also the what i'm holding here is the core rule book um but i got that i got the adventure i got a book on beliefs and i got two adventures in pamphlet form for about 40 bucks so i was really really happy um Stone Age TTRBG stuff, it's kind of like I'm always talking about is the indie scene allows people to do really interesting, unique shit that just warms my heart and then takes all my money. I um, wish you
3: didn't mention that the vinyl was recut because right now I'm back on Exalted Funeral website
0: and oh, like fuck. which of these editions do I want and I'm like oh, it's nice. so good it's it's the phlegm edition and it's so pretty it's like translucent with like specks of black and oh it's yes. sexy but the yellow um, one is so uncannon so mm. it's it is they're both look uh as someone who now owns both of them <laughs> you can't go wrong um. Yeah, I I have one to listen to, and I'm going to frame the other on the wall. That's with like... that's
1: the correct thing to do with with vinyl that you truly like love. Yeah. Is, uh, there 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 are a couple that I have two copies of for that mm-hmm. exact reason. So
0: and honestly, I was like, I've been thinking about doing that <laughs> before they announced the new edition. And so like the new so... edition was just like, well now I have a good excuse. Uh. So anyway, I wanted to talk about Primal Quest because it's it's got here. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's obviously a passion project, and it's very cool. Sorry for sidelining us so long, Ian. What are we playing tonight? We're playing Black Flem edition. No, um, we are playing.
3: <laughs> I'll have the, all... I'll have the PDFs in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic uh so as you were alluding to on our intro uh, when you're saying that you want to move away from eurocentric games one of the most effective ways you can do that is go pre-euro and go neolithic so we are playing primal quest we're going to be showcasing the rules that were also uh, this written by Diogo and uh, edited by our friend Wayne. And we're going to be running Diogo's introductory adventure, which is the cave of our people, which is as far as introductory modules go. There's a lot of really fun, cool stuff in here, and I am excited about it. You better not have spoilers I, looking at you.
0: I promise I haven't read any of it.
1: Would it be would it be fair to call ourselves um at this time period Pangean Americans or not Americans but Pangeans I guess?
3: I was gonna say Stone Temple Pilots, but yes, that
0: works. <laughs> I, I much prefer. Okay, we can do the Stone Temple Pilot thing, but we all have to mumble the entire time. Oh, man. Nothing <laughs> can be better. <laughs> <the laughs> <whole character. laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: and there we, we go. Yeah, now it, now that you mention it, like disturbed would be the band for the Neolithic. Ooh, ah, whatever oh, whatever. Ah. Yeah.
3: There was there so much of that that we can totally go into. So, Primal Quest is a simple rules like game that really focuses on getting to the heart of the action by using a d6 system which is pool based and allows for very flexible character creation you can make a character in just a minute or two and one of the best features about this game is the tag system which is looking at either transitory or permanent traits and states about your characters that may help to add more positive dice, or perhaps even add negative dice to your roles whenever you're interacting with the world, and they are constantly changing. You pick them up, you lose them, some of them are just intrinsically about you, but the flexibility at system really adds for a lot of versatility in this game. And uh,
0: I'm really excited to see how that plays out tonight. I will say that the, uh, Mm -hmm. that games that use tag systems like this Mm -hmm. are, um, I'm a little biased as it's, it's a, a tenet of John's design school, but I love this sort of thing. I think it's, it allows for a fun freedom of storytelling that is really hard to beat, in my opinion. And it's also classless. It's all
3: just like you're saying, it's a collection of tags, some starter equipment, and then just a lot of imagination. So, kind of given that preface, we're going to need someone that's going to throw themselves on the altar, all volunteering and
4: tell tell us the story.
1: I'll flip an imaginary coin. Uh, You call it in the air, and um, if you get it correct, I will go first. Okay, ready? Okay. All right. Edge, God, it, it really hurt. Like it went right into my wrist. I, <laughs> I'm still yeah, an yeah. <laughs> You should have imagined a
4: That's painless like coin. are <laughs> chances?
1: Um, yeah. So tonight, I, I will be playing the part of a talk or Talk. It depends. Like I never really knew how that tool album was pronounced either. But uh, a e t o k k. I'm gonna say a talk. Um, so I'm a wandering musician and entertainer. Um, I'm a little bit on the glib side. I am uh, driven by fame and attention and romance and uh, also debt that I flee from constantly. I'm clad in luxurious tarantula fleur, um, which gives me a whopping one point of protection as armor. So these were obviously like short-haired tarantulas, not the long-haired variety. Um, and that's pretty much everything about me.
2: So I'll go next. Um, I'm Gulab. I'm the chosen of the sun. Um, My bros just call me Glub, so you can call me Glub. I (laughs) I would prefer that. Um, Yeah, so I'm just here to to do what I do best. And that is to teach you all about how sick the sun is, guys. It is amazing. It is the reason we are here. It is our everything. And don't let those fucking moon worshipers tell you otherwise, okay? (laughs) They are coming around, they're telling us that we need to kill the sun, uh, that I should stop staring at it, that it's messing up my eyes, I, you know, I just, it's ridiculous. So yeah, that's me. Blood. Sun.
3: I like how there's almost like a little of a throwback to the fire pearls of uh, aya John Yeah. The... <laughs> I think like there's just one flavor of Sun Priest.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> it, that's the Sun Priest. He's a bro.
0: It's uh, it's a little bit like a uh, turkey staring up, drowning in the rain with our sun priests.
4: <laughs>
0: it's just milky cataracts <laughs> and uh, melanoma.
5: Don't forget
3: to no tain thoughts,
0: taint
2: your paint. Just sun.
0: <laughs> That's right. yep. Got a sun to yoni. Um, <laughs> I I don't have like I don't have a specific beef with the sun and the sun god like I like yeah sure fine if that's what you want to do that's fine I'm not here to fight you or argue with you however um I prefer to exist and commune with those that reside primarily in the shade um I am orakthul um I am a uh I am also a sort of priest. Um, I commune with nature, specifically living nature, specifically creepy crawly nature. Um, I am trying to remember if there's anything that y'all really need to know about me. And what you really need to know about me is fucking bugs are cool, y'all. Like, the sun's awesome. I'm not going to argue with you. But bugs. Bugs kick ass, and you don't have to sacrifice any of your kids to them.
1: My clothing's made out of uh, a tarantula hides, so I
0: I'm on right there with you. As long as you honored their spirits, sure. When, yeah, when after you made your hot, like, yeah, it's cool, bro. Yeah, bug parts rock.
1: They all died of natural uh, causes at a ripe old age.
0: Um, I, it is God. worth mentioning that Orach is not this chill. <laughs> <laughs> but but he's also not like, you know, he's very dour. Let's put it that way. Not an asshole, but very dour.
2: I think Thank bugs you. in the pants will do that to you. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. How do I always wake up with bug bites? <laughs> it's just the love They're
5: love bites. <laughs> Me, Fang. Fang. Like adventure. Fang once jump on back, pterosaur, fang flew over mountain, bang land in in lake. Bang learned swim. Bang inventor. Uh because of swimming, but not point. Fang favorite weapon thing have uh is a axe made made of a bone with with rock on end. It's good It's is good axe. is great. Uh second favorite. Weapon, Fang have. Fang have a knife made of bone. I uh, I like to stab with bone. Uh anyhow, uh, mammoth, you have you read you've ridden mammoth, right? We've all we've all, you know, it's weekend. Uh, what is week? What is day? Other than the time that the sun is up there. But allow Fang to explain to you. Riding Mammoth, thrill, lifetime, must do. Good experience, all must have, at least once in our short lives. Bang thrill seeker. Sir,
1: I would like to congratulate you on the best admissions essay ever written to Caltech and congratulate you and <laughs> welcome you to the class of 2028.
4: I Man. love
3: how you're just talking you're speaking one word at a time, but like the
5: third word <laughs> out of the gate was probably syllabic. I'm like <laughs> Oh. For more on how to speak like a caveman.
4: <coughs>
5: yeah. So I'm playing Fang. Um Fang is a
0: thrill seeker and uh yeah. Uh, is this. is from your from your introduction there, uh is Fang a used mammoth salesman? <laughs> no, Fang you can fit so okay. many Neolithics in this bad boy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Fang Fing lived long life and first 10 years of life. What most people do in their whole 20 year lifespan, hmm. Fang had done by time 12. Fang, <laughs> maybe 30, but Fang must tell you, could be 40. <laughs> I like that eventually, as Fang keeps
3: warming up, you're going to hit Shatner pace. <laughs> 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 you just a Neolithic like, Shatner yeah. for the rest of the night. All you've got to
5: do is just start the doing mountain. the inflection in every direction, you know? <laughs> Fang At bottom. Primal <laughs> Fang is climbing a mountain. Why Fang climb mountain? To hug mountain. To envelop that mountain
3: so each of your characters has different motivations your ambitions the things you're running from but the thing that is really bringing all of you together is that all of you need a sense of home and community and you have found that through your wandering that the people of the veil they call themselves the lakit are always welcoming of people that will embrace their traditions and be one with their community. The one thing that you need to do in order to be fully fledged members of this community, to be fully accepted, is to go through a special initiation ritual that marks you as being truly one of them, even if you don't share the same blood that you share this commonality. So some of you, have all of you met each other previously, or are you going to be meeting each other for the first time at this ritual?
2: Fang was my high school English teacher.
5: <laughs> Fang might not remember you. Because <laughs> been very busy cave person, uh, you were much less height.
0: <laughs> yes i think i think that uh um uh, was it gloop corp gorb Glo- uh glub glub i think glub and uh urak um are are know each other based on just like the the like life cycle events of like hey uh new kids born Sun, sun go. Hey, someone died. Time for the insect shaman to go and like return them to nature. So, we like, also we also have the same like hallucinogenic
2: that. frog uh, dealer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we're we are both we are you know, colleagues and like loosely friends. I like the concept that instead of a tower
3: of silence, you have like the tower of bugs, and that is just mutable. <laughs>
1: And uh, I, I kind of like talked my way into the group. I'm, I'm a glib motherfucker. So <clears throat> I'm also a lot of fun. Um, you know, I owe people money and shit, but I'm, I'm a lot of fun.
4: It's not I don't so understand much. the concept money
1: of is, money. Is,
3: there is no money as much as it is commodities. As no, the okay. Core trade is either, it's in resources, it's in food, it's in beverage, it might be in
1: hide, it might be in ma- so material my, my, goods. What about sheet, Shiny
5: Rock? My sheet
1: specifically you said know, debt. Is it like I owe people sheep? Do I owe people apples? Let's That say is, very rocks. That is <laughs> a very good question. Of... Let's say I'm on the run from an angry apple farmer. Bob, it, it's totally <laughs>
0: believable
1: if I you said lived, that I... yeah, I lived in his orchard for an entire season just snacking on apples and uh, I mean in the early season when they were green, that didn't go so well for me but round about fall they got real good and uh yeah, i I wound up kind of eating them out of house and home but um you know that's neither here nor there and uh yeah, promise someone a tarantula fur coat <laughs> and uh,
3: <laughs> never receive it. So all Mm -hmm. of you sounds that know each other in some capacity, and that as you are um, getting ready for this ritual, that you're coming together and bonding in this commonality as newcomers to this tribe. So all of you are summoned to a cave that is um, just—it's just—it's around where this village. It's to the north of the village, and it is the link between the people and the wise spirits that reside within. It's where they've buried their ancestors. So it is hollowed ground. So at the mouth of this cave, you meet the shaman who is preparing your ritual. You see that the the shaman is festooned in, in all kinds of like tails of various animals and bunches of fur. It's as if there are little fetishes representing all the people that they have buried, and they've introduced themselves as bricklaw, or the village elder and the shaman leader, all rolled into one for this tribe. They have been they're steep they're bent over a small fire in where they are stirring this gourd and is gurgling and giving off this very peculiar pungent odor Bricklaw looks at all of you and says that once you have consumed the tea your spirits will be loosened from your bodies and you will be able to traverse the spirit world And you will get insight into the world beyond the things that have come and the things that will be and your place in not only the tribe, but in all things. They sit down on a cushion that is made of some type of woven fur that you're not exactly sure what it is. And they invite you to sit and ask any questions or gather any equipment that you need before. Brooklaw pours the tea for all of you.
0: I sit cross legged, I put my uh my uh my bug walking stick on over my lap and close my eyes, <laughs> ready to uh ready to go on a
4: magic journey. And <laughs> so you um...
1: I'm tempted to grease myself up because my inventory does say sack of grease, far too much of it, but I don't know if that would, like, you know, there might be a fire involved, and I don't know if that would go well for me, so no, I'm ready to hallucinate.
2: Yeah, and I'm just going to crouch in the place that will get me the optimum sun while I'm hallucinating, just full baking during this.
3: It's going so be difficult in, in it's going be it's going to be difficult because this is like a single chamber. You don't see any other types of exits or apertures that might let your God into this space. But your God is benevolent enough to give you enough of illuminance that you can see in the walls of this place that there's pictograms and different glyphs on the walls. Some of it doesn't seem to have any immediate significance to you, but, you see that there are scenes of struggle and of heartbreak and of triumph all over the walls. Uh, some of them are very simplistic and some of them are, are quite detailed. There is, um, by the fire pit, there are various tools and weapons, relics that people who have been buried have left behind for others to use. Brickla pulls the gourd off the fire and looks at it. And then after staring for a while, very kind of silently puts the gourd out. Who wants to take the gourd first?
1: Yo! Okay, I'll let Sean do it first.
0: Borok. Borok reaches for the the, uh, gourd. Um, So it's hot, but it cools
3: almost unnaturally cool where it's almost ready to drink
0: right off the fire it's are you go ahead and take a sip yep i i do whatever i do whatever is the like most mm-hmm. upper ritualistic way of drinking uh a hallucinogenic gourd like whatever i do everything by the book <laughs> essentially um Brickla looks
3: at you and has like a little subtle smile across their face as they notice that you take it with the proper reverence that it deserves. It's bittersweet, it's hot, it's comforting, and you feel, starting in the back of your molar, you feel your teeth begin to itch just a little bit, like they're like
0: they're always like rattling in your, your I'm, scroll. I'm- I reach into my mouth, and I withdraw the hissing cockroach that has been nesting in my cheek.
1: I was hoping you were going to reach in there and scratch your teeth, like, ah, itchy teeth! <laughs>
0: it's the old nope. cockroach
3: and the molars. Um, even if you remove the trick. cockroach, your teeth still itch, but it definitely feels a lot better not having that thing crawling around in there. Um, The rest of you take the gourd one by one, and you also feel that same type of warmth radiating through your body, your teeth kind of itch a little bit, and nothing really kind of happens at first.
1: This ends up
3: bling shit. Oh. That's the worst thing to say. (laughs) Uh,
1: I was going to say, I'm surprised we're not vomiting already. Like, uh, a lot of, um, you know, your classic uh, mm-hmm. brewable I... and drinkable hallucinogens will make you puke your fucking guts out before you start hallucinating. But That's
2: why we butt chugged this. Oh. Ah! <laughs> no,
1: there I, did. didn't, I didn't butt chug it. it.
4: Hey, <laughs> your, your very,
0: very to... tanned taint is perfect. <laughs> I'm going to treat this with the m- utmost respect.
5: Wham!
2: <laughs> that is the traditional way. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
5: I was going to snort it, so you can sort it out yeah. by
1: butt
4: chuck. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like he it's made the decision for us so. And like
3: hallucinating dream. on your your journey out from the tribe and in, into it with a crazy
1: now, straw, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, after about 30 minutes, you notice that the pictographs in the walls seem to be moving just a little bit, like the you can see these scenes beginning to play out. Kinda very slowly and
1: uh animistically the the... I I lean over to
5: Fang and I say, Did you just invent television? Fang invent many thing, uh television uh fang, of course, would if Fang felt world needed, but no. I'm just wondering
3: if like during the middle of this like Fang does so much in the way of Holy Synods, that Fang like talks normally and then wears off. <laughs> um <laughs> So all of you get the first of your many tags that you're gonna be having this evening. You all have the tag augmented senses, as you are now beginning to perceive a little bit of this spirit world beyond. And where you were just in a one room cave, you can look to your left and also to your right, and you see that there are passages now into the mountain or into this hillside that weren't there before. The markings across these two doors um, give you a little sense of what might lay beyond. One has pictographs along it that clearly describe to you with this new sense of vision, what has come to pass. And the other one says, what is to come? You look around you and you see that the exit to the cave where you first came in is gone and so is Pricklaw. It's just the group of you.
0: Uh, Uruk slowly kind of pulls himself to his feet, winning on his staff. That was strange. Usually, I vomit a lot more.
1: <laughs> um, <clears> that you said that there are two paths that we can choose from: one that's like the past, and one that's the future. What has come to pass, and what yeah. is to come? I don't think that anybody like i don't know this this would not i didn't think this would be in my character that i don't necessarily want to know what the future has in store um it's definitely in charles's character that if i were given a chance to see the future i'd be like oh god no um so
0: i would advise that we look at what has come to pass i uh john agrees with charles Iraq disagrees with charles Iraq um, wants to scry huh yeah, yeah, I think as a shaman, it's like, no, man, we've got we to gotta figure out what's up.
1: Well, I would eh. think that as a shaman, you would know that the old ad- adage that, you know, scry rhymes with pry. Uh, you know what? That's a very new adage right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're people yeah, testing try. it. Did you just yeah talk with it? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I'm, I might be beta testing it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, if you want to see, um, like real housewives of salt lake city season five or whatever we're on i say we go for it dude what do the you real guys housewife think?
2: housewife series would kill someone from this time <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. why they uh, drink
5: bubbly liquid so much uh, what they do when not
0: hunt why this
3: uh,
0: so what are you doing we're going uh, we're we are gathering our wits about us and going through the door that uh will surely lead, lead to our madness to see the future
1: i think if we got our wits about us before we well we do have augmented senses now i was thinking we were still in a hallucinatory state i was picturing us like it wearing off and us just like walking into the wall just as like the path of the future <laughs> vanishes <laughs> bonk
2: not man uh, i try better uh, this way <laughs>
1: So, who's going
3: first?
5: Who's uh, taking points? Wang is a thrill seeker, so yeah. he is all about this. Like, yeah. Uh...
3: So when you rise from your seat, it feels you feel a little bit loopy at first. Uh, everything's just a little bit distorted, and you quickly get reacclimated. But you definitely feel the effects of the hallucinant and you start to get more fully grounded in the world of the spirit. More and more about this, you see that this is truly a different place in a different time altogether. And when you pass through that doorway of what is to come, you immediately just get this assault of different senses. Like, just everything is just different, more vibrant, and like, you being a thrill seeker, this is just amazing. Um, You see that you are now in a chamber with a very tall ceiling, and there are rocks that are scattered across the floor. There is a great crevasse that divides this room. It is deep and imposing, but right on the edge of it, there is a large tree. There is some type of very strange black ooze that's on the other side of the crevasse, And it's gurgling, and just almost writhing a little bit. Um, When you look at that tree, you see that there's a little bit of that black ooze beginning to rise up the trunk, just very slowly heading up the branches. Along the floor, you see there are rotten fruits.
5: Hmm. Eight rotten fruit ones. Made feel like this. Not as intense, though. (laughs)
2: Yeah, can confirm rotten fu- fruit. is good. Uh,
5: black ooze. Uh, fang no trust. fang fear different. Bang <laughs> must kill.
1: I'll play you a merry tune on my panpipes while you do that. oh I thought you had
5: a drum. Dang it! I no, I've, that got, <clears throat> I've got,
1: I've got, I've got panpipes and also, uh, like, uh, let me see what else.
5: Can you just Should type into you your character recorder. sheet a drum made yeah. out of human skull, please? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Just type that yeah. in.
1: So I'll be I'll be doing a little um, drumming and a little bit of um, accompanying on the panpipes, which I string around my neck like Bob Dylan. Only I guess um, this like I guess Bob Dylan bit my style because I came yeah. first. So there is yeah. no reason why
3: you couldn't have picked up a spirit world skull you know, instrument in that that first chamber.
0: Why
4: not? (laughs) You notice
3: that as that black ooze is beginning to climb up the trunk, that leaves are beginning to fall out of the tree. The leaves themselves are beginning to turn gray, just like the trunk of the tree is, so that the life is being sucked out of it. And up in its branches, where these leaves are beginning to fall, you notice that there is one perfectly ripe fruit. It is bright yellow, with a hint of like a pink blush. You
4: guys
1: want to get the fruit? Yeah, we should yeah, probably get to it. Yeah. Know? So, uh... how are we going to get across this crevasse? Um, I've got grease. We could grease up and see if we could get a. Like some
0: speed, you could going. grease
2: up and then Fang could. Um, burn. I can you fly
0: can... over there. Well, you can fly. You can't you guys? Can't fly? If
5: if Fang find pterosaur again, uh, done done before. Uh, yeah. Fang
0: could fly, but with help. <clears throat> huh. I think. Um. No. Um. <clears throat> no. Orok, no. Orak walks to the edge of the uh the crevasse and kind of looks around a minute, looks at the how you know, dangerous it is. Strokes his strokes his little bristly pube hair beard. Uh,
1: unnecessary.
0: No, I need to know that. It's <laughs> very important. No, look, look, look. I don't know if you know if you've noticed, uh the people who have never shaved a day in their life always have the worst, patchiest, pubiest beards. No fuck
1: yourself, John Baltisberger. <laughs>
0: You're saying you have never shaved in your life? Oh no, I have, I have, yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I People have. who have never touched a razor in their entire life.
1: I don't know. I think if it gets long enough, it's pretty much. I don't know. I don't
4: know.
0: Anyway, um, <clears> Oruk <throat> um reaches deep into his robe and looks at. Uh, uh, looks at uh, Charles. Which character's name again? Uh, Athok, I think. A talk A talk I have something and reaches it down into his robe zip <laughs> <laughs> and pulls out a little uh jade or flint I guess I don't know uh little statuette of a fly cool uh I um I I'm going get one to of give his IRL the- I'm going to give you the a blessing of the fly so that you may fetch the fruit.
1: Okay, cool.
0: And I'm down. I I hold the 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 statuette of the fly in one hand, place my other hand on a tot's head and uh just bloody scream out a prayer. Uh <laughs> I'm going to use sorcery to uh give him a very short-lived gift of uh levitation using awesome. the fly, uh, uh, focus.
3: Now, are you using that to help you climb the tree to get to that fruit? Because I also heard at one point hearing about going to the other side of the crevasse, so... I thought, I think, think we to... thought the
0: tree, I thought, I think we thought yeah, the man. fruit was on the other side of the crevasse. Yeah, it is on crevasse. the nearer side. Oh, there well, fucking There is black ooze on the far
3: side. Uh, oh. But it could help you to climb this tree easier if you want to go
0: through the effort. Yeah but well, that's a very different spell. Um, okay so scratch all of that. you no longer have the gift of flight. Sorry Charles
1: <laughs> no no that's fine. that's fine. I was also I had the um, same mental picture that you did yeah, John I, I um, also,
0: yeah I still uh, reach into my robe and I pull out a different thing. It is a uh, onyx. Carving of a spider. Neat. How um, any, like like
1: this is awesome. I feel like you have like a whole chess set in there. Or yeah, I kind
0: of do. Yeah.
4: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and I'm this one.
0: To... This one is the pubic
1: louse. Now, as you, as you will see,
0: <laughs> what I give uh, my gift, my gift of the the gift of the pubic louse is It's, a it's the bell. gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I give you, the, I give you this gift, and also the small comb. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I take out my spider foci. eye, and I am um, going to use that to um, cast essentially this, like, unnaturally swift climbing and clinging ability to, uh, to a tot.
3: Cool. So that's going to be making an invocation, so what I need you to do is to make me a mind test. So you are going to be rolling your one mind die, and then, because this is a, um, a more challenging invocation, you're gonna be rolling two negative dice. Okay. Um,
0: let me just see real quick to 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 um you know my if you want to advocate one of your tags to give you another positive dice let me know i i do so i believe this is uh falls within my motivation of sharing the spirit of the insects with my uh with people it and happens. if if i if, I, what if is, I could which... just... Hmm?
1: Would it be a, a pain I... <laughs> in the ass for Pashki to uh, make a John Baltusberger negotiation gif? Keep,
3: it, keep in mind, if I just may do it, a yes and, uh, if you're also looking for that kind of tag, the friend that you're wanting to cast a spider spell on is wearing spiders.
0: That oh, is... Yeah? Oh shit! Okay, no! Hold on! hold on what i'm doing is i am invoking the souls of the spiders he wears because he told me he told me he they were ethically sourced and he honored them and therefore i am asking for them to honor him with their climbing ability cool as my sorcery very cool. cool so for this is going to be our first roll of the evening whenever you're doing
3: an attribute test like this basically you're going to be rolling a pool of positive dice and negative dice but you're taking the highest result from both of those pools subtracting the negative from the positive and adding your attribute and that's uh what you're comparing to the difficulty so go ahead and make that so you're rolling two positive and two negative and taking the highest out of both pools If you get a nat six on either side,
0: you have to let me know? I got a nat six on negative. All right. So my total score is a negative two.
3: Okay. So that is interesting.
0: Tell me about
3: how that went. So horribly wrong, and we will play that out. So whenever you roll a Nat 6 in this game, either good or negative, it adds like a boon or a bane to the situation. So we'll see how this I know plays exactly out.
0: Exactly what went wrong. Okay. <laughs> he lied to me.
1: No, I didn't. They were not oh,
0: ethically sourced. Now he whoa. may have, he may have gotten it through no fault of his own, but they did not by natural causes. They were killed by someone. Oh. Murdered. I say, and so when I entreated them, uh, they instead grew angry and and lashed out somehow.
1: So you fucked up, and I take damage. That does sound like the John burger I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, they could they could take control of your like arm and cause you to punch me in the face.
1: Um. So the-
3: the, I don't the spiders are <clears throat> upset at the situation and they are plaguing you, um, uh, Urak, uh, and plaguing you to set their spirits at ease. So basically, you're going to get a negative, extra negative die in your next roll as you are just plagued with thousands of spiders that are like, put my soul to rest. Because there's a lot of spiders that it takes to make up that cloak. So, um, oh. Hey, man, let us to rest, please, let us rest! So all in all, your spell is not effective, but you can still climb the tree, um, air Tech, Do you want to go ahead and do that, and then we will see what the rest of the your entourage wants to do?
1: Yep, I will so
3: climb the tree. Alright, fantastic. Um, so that for you is going to be a body check, go ahead and make that.
1: Okay. So one positive, mm-hmm.
3: one negative.
1: Positive is one, negative is two. So minus one, <clears throat> and what is my your status? body is zero. So yeah, so minus one. That's that's a fail, I assume.
3: Yes. So as you are trying to climb this tree, you see that black ooze is beginning to spread upwards, and it takes notice of you. It is black pseudopod of it begins to quiver, and as you were trying to scrabble up, it smacks out at you. You notice that this whole thing doesn't seem to be, um, like it's just kind of almost inert, like it's just this black goo, but as it gets close to you, like with as it's in striking range, it seems to burn with this intense heat that just surprises you utterly, like it's just full of just terrible hatred I need you to roll me a defense roll. So you're basically, you're going to be rolling another body check, uh, but you're going to be adding in your defense as a bonus. um,
1: Positive uh, is five, negative is two for three. And I, defense? I see body, mind, heart. Yeah, so it's plus
3: one to that total.
1: The what total? Oh, okay, plus one to my total uh, from the roll. So four. All right. Uh, so
3: you, it uh, lashes out at you, and you move just in the um, out of the path of the the tendril of it. It, it is you feel like this searing heat and it melts some of the tarantulas on your shirt and it begins to kind of spread a little bit but they detach off and you can just see how it just consumes your material uh, it's really noxious stuff and it's beginning to spread even higher up on the tree and more leaves fall out so Feng and gulam you've watched this whole thing play out with first a fly statue then a spider statue and there's lots of screaming And uh, AirTech tries to climb the tree, and he's getting attacked by this goo. What are you doing? Uh, There's still, there's a, uh, as a kind of reminder, there's a passageway to the north. Uh, There is the passageway to the uh, the west where you came from. This deep crevasse that you can look down into. um, And then on the other side of that crevasse is just this pool of black ooze, the same stuff that... Uh, lashed out at Aotech.
2: Are you suggesting we ditch them?
3: I'm just letting you know what your options are. That's you had what a... I heard.
2: Yeah, I heard. I heard get them. out of here. <laughs> Dump these zeros.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Hop in the first mammoth, head south, and you know, let's just take no. our chances. I, I... Um, go ahead.
2: I'm going to cast fire at the the ooze.
1: This ought to be exciting. Yeah. So this is
2: also
3: going to be invocation. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, with these spells, you can add more of your totems if you want to augment them. It it may or may not change the difficulty, depending on what you're wanting to do. But if you're making a a simple uh, firebolt, you're going to be doing that uh, as your invocation. So that's uh, two negative dice and your one positive dice, unless you have some other attribute that might give you another bonus die.
2: I'm just gonna cast a straight firebolt. Okay. So um, you, you don't
3: have any other tags that you're using to get an extra positive die <laughs> on this. I,
4: I mean,
2: I could. I guess I could um, <laughs> orate at the uh, at the goo as I'm casting fire and try to cow him.
4: Uh,
3: If you give me a a rousing line or two from that oration, I will allow it.
2: All right. Then I will tell this goo that I'm going to come down on him with all the force of my god, the sun. And the sun does not care if you are able to slap me. The sun will slap you with its rays. It will burn you. It will leave holes where you're body was once shiny much as it has done to mine the sun is a power we cannot fight and it will come for you
3: are you saying that your god is an awesome god
2: yes he rules
4: uh, uh, dance. Dance. <laughs> I'm I'm you're
5: not catching on fire charles <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, i can hear cathedral bells from my my house every day if i were harmed by that stuff i'd probably be dead by now yeah yeah so then you're gonna you're gonna be rolling two positive dice and two negative dice all right drop kick me jesus by bobby bear is my favorite by the way all
2: right my positives are both fives and my negatives are both fours
3: Interesting. Um, Okay, so for you, Gulab, that is a total of three, which is a success. Uh, So you're able to lash out and send a bolt of fire towards the ooze.
2: Yeah, take that as
3: It strikes the ooze. It seems to engulf the fire, and it swallows it. It doesn't seem to hurt it, but it doesn't seem to... It just seems to kind of pause, and you hear weird chewing sounds coming from inside the ooze as it's digesting the fire.
2: Wait, can we can we tame this ooze by feeding it?
5: Sounds like it. We. Fed I could it.
1: serenade it. I
0: mean, eyes, nice. <clears throat> Can we romantically We haven't tried to pen. tame random monsters on this show before yet.
2: Yeah. No. This is free ooze pet there's no downside get in there Not bug guy
1: get in there bug guy this is your thing you deal yeah. with yeah, it could just be a swarm of yeah black fire eating bugs isn't everything made out of bugs at one level <laughs> or another it's all bugs it's the answer to that is yes <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Fang what are you wanting to do as you've been watching all of this play out
5: well fire didn't work Uh that's a new invention so I, I am impressed that the peak of our technology has failed Um, Fang must do something
4: uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
5: (laughs) quick we must go and rescue our comrades before they are eaten by the slime there that's my Shatner.
3: All right, so Sorry what so what is it that you are doing?
5: Uh Fang Fang sees the peril of the situation and knowing that you gotta live for the day, just the fi- the the slime is eating. Fang without hesitation goes, quick, friends, distraction has made by <laughs> the fire eating. Come <laughs> and is trying to get them to like jump away from it and he's throwing a stick at it. Just whatever stick or rock he can find. Whatever is on the ground. Followed quickly yeah. by... Fang, show you!
3: <laughs> so are you attacking the ooze, or are you throwing a stick at it? It's
5: called a it? display. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gesturing, yeah. boldly, bigly. Yes. I, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to intimidate the slime. Expressing
1: dominance. Slime. Yeah. Yes. Body language, ahead, showing objects,
5: classic. You make me a heart check. heart check. Okay.
3: So, for you, Fang, how that's going to work is you're going to... Um, I, I really like your display there. You're going to roll uh, two positive dice and then one negative dice. And again, you're picking the highest die from um, either side. What the fuck?
5: Three. I'm picturing...
1: They are all threes.
5: Ian, yeah, I'm picturing okay. you... Well, that... When you
1: say that you liked his his display, I'm picturing you on the sidelines, like smoking a cigarette, just being like, Very good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <Not laughs> Very good chap. Very good. Um so you've thrown the stick, you've done this, you've poured your heart into this ritual, and the stick just sinks into it. It engulfs it. It doesn't even seem to chew, it just lets it hang there, and the ooze continues to slowly climb up the tree. At this point, almost 75% of all the leaves are gone, and it is beginning to send these very slow tendrils up towards the last fruit. Yeah, If one of you scrabbles up there, uh, you might be able to get that fruit in time.
5: Can
2: I scrabble? I already
3: tried. Yeah, all right, if you want to do some scrabbing there, Glub, make me a body roll.
2: I got nothing extra on my body. So that's just one and one then, right?
3: That's one and one. And it's
2: a negative one. Ow. Three and a four.
3: Okay. Now it's already been rolled but don't forget that one of the things that you can do in this is you can choose to spend effort so before you roll you can always sacrifice one of your vitality points to add an extra positive diet a one per one ratio um, as a reminder so um there looks to be maybe one more round before the ooze could probably reach the fruit and one wanting to risk it for the brisket
0: Um, get that fruit you know what this is dumb I'm going to I'm going to attempt to cast a spell again Mm. Uh, I'm going to reach into my robe grab my worm effigy um
4: (laughs) and I'm going to do the worm
0: no um what I'm doing is um in detail, please.
4: <laughs> how, how, are you, you do? How, how
1: are you holding it, for example?
0: <laughs> I'm watching I'm watching Pachke's uh um I think we're uh, all looking forward to Paskey's
3: drawing at the end yeah, of Yeah, I really show.
2: think we <laughs> are.
3: And if if is if, if for the casual viewer, the first time viewer, if you have not looked up uh, Mr. Pasky's drawing after the show, he makes these fantastic images based on the adventures, and it is a must see. So by all means, check us out on social media or us individually, and check out Pasky's drawing. We're going to make a book out of all of his drawings. They're wonderful.
5: I mean, it's already in yeah. a book. It's called a sketchbook. True. Yeah, jackass.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm also starting a metal band called Worm Effigy.
0: That's pretty good. Actually,
1: so <laughs> both me and John would absolutely dig. Yeah, I know. I like,
0: I'm, I'm looking on iTunes to see if it's out because I know I will love it.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's one where I'd I'd be like, based on the name alone, I'm gonna give it a listen. Yeah.
0: Yep. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to invoke the worm as part of the cycle of like uh, decay and decomposition to just. Raise Nurgle. Break the uh, break the uh, the stem of the fruit so it falls down into my waiting hand. I completely expect you to say
3: if no one can have that if I can't have that fruit, no one can. <laughs> I thought you're about to just destroy that fruit, and I was like, oh buddy. All right. I no. very awesome plan. I like that. Um so again, that is going to be an invocation. So there's a negative two dice for your negative, but one for your positive. Uh, unless you have any other tags that you want to invoke and or spend effort?
0: Um, hmm. You know what? Um, my trouble is that I was outcast by my old tribe, they saw me as a troublemaker and a bringer of pestilence. I I don't know why. But um, I am I am attempting with those uh, lice to this day. I am attempting to dispel these thoughts and ideas of myself. I am trying to show myself to be helpful in a team player. I'm trying to. I am put. I am using this as an attempt to uh, raise myself in the esteem of my new tribe.
1: It's your redemption. I,
0: I
3: like that. Absolutely, that's two dice on either side.
0: Uh, Two. Two total? Uh, Two after I add the stat. That passes.
3: Oh, lovely. So you snap the stem of the fruit, and it falls, and are you catching it, I'm assuming? Yep. All right. So it is the size of an infant's head. It is bright yellow and pink, and it has this sweet, scent to it like it's something that you remember from your childhood or your home that makes you very sentimental it seems perfectly ripe and you see up ahead the tendrils droop just a bit like disappointed or angry and they very very slowly
0: begin to follow the fruit i suggest friends i'm suggesting we leave
1: no, I think we oh, should make yeah. camp right here and wait for them. Yeah, I think we should
0: leave. I will I will possess so many spiders on your body.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, let's book it. Where should we go? Oh. What Dang. are we gonna do with the fruit now that we have it? Uh eat I it? Just
0: we were gonna eat it.
4: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Let's see what happens. Yeah, but let's get away from the uh well, I guess it's just gonna follow us as long as the fruit's here, huh? Probably, yeah. Um, do any of you have it's a knife? Very slow. Uh, Fang have a yeah, knife. I do too.
5: Yeah. Bang <laughs> have knife and axe. I got the best knife. Yeah. Let me borrow a knife. Borrow. Key word. Fang will get back. <laughs> yes. Bang <laughs> <laughs> pulls uh, out his bone knife that still has blood on it. And he, he does that like he's going to hand it to you. You go for it, and he pulls it back, stares at you inquisitively, and then puts it back out for you to actually grab
0: it. Urok <laughs> uh, takes a knife, slices the fruit into four equal portions, and then like hands the knife back and then hands a piece of fruit to everyone. Uh, that piece had blood more on. <laughs> <coughs> I, I trade I the bloody piece to, to Fang. I'm not gonna... In, I in am this, fucking with Fang. In the center like of f- In the center of the fruit is
3: a pit or like a large seed about the size of a thumb.
1: I'm going to pocket that. Okay. All right. I eat my piece of this apple like fruit. It is. The one that is so very much like an infant's head.
3: Incredibly (laughs) delicious. Just the sweetest thing you've ever tasted. It's just pretty good.
5: Fang yeah, remember had had good fruit before. I mean it reminds Fang of a fruit Fang had. Uh this good too though. Uh fang don't mean to downplay.
0: How does it compare to your apples? <laughs> I
1: well, know. I was gonna say, like, um this this is I'm I'm very much like a fruit enthusiast, so I am really happy with this outcome. And, and enthusiast, if you will. And an enthusiast. And, uh, and enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes so
3: do you have a passageway to the north or you can go back the way you came and head into that door that
0: mentioned things of the past hey, I, Ian did we actually were we actually given a task or we were just like come here and do some drugs bud well I mean, how many times has that happened to you so
3: what you it, need to be John or <laughs> <laughs> Because bunch is
1: bud, exactly. So this doing is drugs an... it
0: is a task, John. No, no, exactly. Hey, I Do always felt you... that way about drinking games. Like it's not a game.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Dude. There is business. not a fucking game, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the
3: part of this is shrouded in mystery as this is a process of becoming and experiencing the process itself is to go through this because by going through something in these chambers you're going to share some type of commonality with the whole tribe that's going to bind you to them you're going to have this okay. intrinsic bond that so you just need to experience so you I know, know they going.
1: more rooms you, know you that go through
3: means. them hmm?
1: I thought we pressed on to the, um, what was it, the west that we have? Uh, the uh, west is
3: where you came from. So you can go okay, to the doorway no. talking about the
0: past, or you can go to I'd, the past's way to the north.
3: North. Let, me,
1: yeah,
0: let me posit, Charles, that we should experience, if we want to be like really get in with this tribe good, we should know not just where they're going, but where they've come from as well. We need to do both. Sure. So I suggest we go one more door uh, in and then double back and go to the door from uh, to the past.
1: Bridget, Paschke, what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, the future is not looking great, dudes.
1: No.
0: It never does. That's it looks hard. super sweet.
4: <laughs>
5: if we go to the future, eventually we're going to have to have jobs. And eventually we're going to have to deal with the Black Death. And eventually, we're gonna have the internet. And eventually,
0: Ben Shapiro will have More
5: black men. Yeah. Um, I I thought it's a mixed bag.
4: I thought it's gonna be good. I
3: thought you're going to do this like slice this montage. It's gonna be that eventually we're gonna be in a room on cameras, but we're playing (laughs) games and doing this thing. (laughs) Man, Uh, so I think that's
1: called the simulation theory, Ian.
3: We are uh, just brains in jars, buddy. Yeah. I mean, uh, so what art are you going to the north? What's the rest of you say? Do you follow Bugman?
2: Yeah, I'll follow Bugman. Bug yeah, Bugman got us that fruit. He seems to be showing some pretty good leadership skills. Uh, Bugman got
1: us that fruit.
5: Let me jot that Bug down. Bugman, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bug, Bug knife. Yeah. Bugman, return knife. Uh, Bugman did not say knife was given back. <laughs> I did did immediately
0: return the knife.
3: Only in this podcast can you spend an hour on just
0: one room. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay, Hold your goddamn horses. Because I would argue that any other group would spend five hours on a single room uh, exploring that ooze. Whereas we're like, okay, we got the fruit. Fucking next place. That's yeah. true. Which I, I did
2: I No, it's just showing us that this game can be played for hours.
0: Absolutely yeah. hours Also, hours. I want to point out that some of the first uh games we did with Ian were Morkborg. Charles and I specifically would like go in places like alright, well, uh, we saw what we need to see we don't want to die, so we leave Yep, yeah and yep. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Game over, I guess, because y'all just yeah. left
1: Well, Ian yeah. was too good at telegraphing sometimes. He'd be like from ahead, you hear the sound of people being horribly eaten by a horde of seven hundred and fifty thousand undead, and we're that like, is well, "We met yeah. fun for the first yeah, time." Yeah, and Charles and I were just like, "Well, can we help well right off?
3: We're out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorite modules. Um, we were will very s-
1: Abbott and Costello in our true. <laughs> <It's> uh,
4: <brutal.
5: laughs> so the future. I will
3: say I did run liminal at hoosier con and that was a phenomenal experience i th- i we should play that a podcast because if you like going through weird rooms holy crud was that an, a fun hey, experience Sure, I mean, so we
0: played it what? on the show uh, no we we had we talked We about interviewed it with, uh, Alexi. um mm-hmm. ian do you know anyone who worked on that book any any writers with some guy of? with a beard uh sir ian servos well, there are two of Oha us. Oha Noor, Danger Slater, John yep. Baldisberger, Garrett Cook? Sorry. Yep. Anyway, back cool to Primal, which is also incredible. <laughs> John, I think it's you tough. dropped something. Is it my ego? Because I didn't. No,
1: it was like a whole bunch of things. Honesty. I think,
2: was oh, it a thing? worm effigy? I think it
1: was names. So, I think that's what you tried. Uh... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Dang. I thought
3: you're talking about the chat, talking about picking up the flint knife. Um, so uh, the group of you, am I hearing North? Yeesh. north. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah.
3: Oh, Northie.
1: Northie. Yeah. So, as you
3: begin to cross into the next room, you're instantly hit with this wall of cold. There's a snowstorm that is just billowing inside this galactic. It's like my encrusted cavern. There is a deafening wind. You couldn't hear it before, you passed through the threshold, and now it just hurts your ears with the intensity of how loud it's roaring. At the center of this chamber, there is a giant, opaque gray crystal just jammed into the center of the cave floor. The further that you trudge into this room, the like thicker and thicker the snow is, so it's almost getting to be um, hard to see in front of you.
1: So I is here wind, or like, is there wind? I just want to be clear on that. Yes. <laughs> yes, you hear, you hear the wind, and there is wind. Okay, thank you. So I'm saying
3: um, it's loud and it's windy. Yeah, yes. okay.
1: Um, let's see. So, like, uh, speak like with that great crystal. I want to actually try something. I want to try serenading the crystal because it being gray and jammed in there, I have a feeling it might be some sort of storm totem. And both of the instruments I have on me, the pan pipes and the flute well not the drum are wind instruments so oh. i figure that my uh musical skills might be of some use in here <laughs> they pay the bills yeah yeah so in my drugged uh state of uh creative ecstasy um may i check to see if i can commune with the gray stone yes the first I, thing i'll need is playing need... my pan pipes
3: Yes. The first thing I'll need you to do is as you begin to enter in further and further into this room, your vision almost goes just pure white from the intensity of the snow, so you can see where you want to go, but then as you start heading that way, it's just a whiteout. I need you to make me a mind test to navigate correctly towards us as the wind is pushing you around now you're encouraged to think creatively if there are items that you want to use or tags you want to invoke to give you boosts in this room and you know the longer you spend in this room the more bone chilling it's going to get and you're worried eventually of frostbite
1: no i'm not because i am greased up from head to toe uh, so you um, did go greasy. Yeah. I I do that before I get into the chill wind because this is real shit. Like people um You know, will anoint themselves with fat of various kinds when they're like in the Arctic or whatever to avoid uh, sunburn and windburn. Yeah.
4: My Um,
3: question is for you: Yeah, were you putting on that grease more to protect yourself against the snow and the wind, or were you greasing yourself to protect yourself from those crotch lice from the bug (laughs) shamans?
1: Yes, as you said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. let's (laughs) let's Sorry, <laughs> let's pubic, do a... pubic need food too guys i know um they almost went extinct i guess uh let me uh do that check that's one in one uh, right so
3: you are going to get two bonus dice from the blubber because that is actually extremely effective
1: wow two um, bonus dice so on the low i'm going to yes. i'm going to go with uh one and then let's see do 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 there's a five that ought to be sufficient But Um, I also yep I also rolled a six. So I'll do A six on one
3: on your on your positive dice because that's a boon. Yes, that's okay. So um if you would like to use the ability to add your ability modifier or not your ability modifier, your um, uh if you want to with that boon it'd be enough to get through this because this is a very challenging situation, but you're able to push your way through the snow Um, and towards this this giant crystal it's large opaque and it's jammed into the ground you can see that it's been almost forcefully jammed so hard it's cracked the floor around it as you get close to it there's a lull in the screaming wind around you like you're almost in a little bit of a, a bubble it gives a little bit of a faint dim gray light, and you see this fragments of the crystal
1: laying all around. Hmm. Um, how many fragments? Uh, there are at least six of these in your field of vision. Okay. Um, I will gather those up. And... Man, like, in-game, they probably can't hear me on the other side of the wind, huh? Yeah, you can't even see them. Okay. Because you... I'm, I'm torn about whether to stick these back into the rock or, like, take them with me. Um, I think I'm just going to take them with me and go back to the others. As you are collecting these, you see
3: people, uh, shapes, beginning to form on the other side of the... Uh, crystal, you see that there are six of these people. They're gray-skinned men and women, roughly in their thirties, which is pretty old for like the Neolithic age. Um, they're muscular and covered in scars and tattoos of like bestial monsters. Each of them have a shard of that crystal just jutting from their chest and they make their way cautiously over to you to, like, not show that they're threatening, just, like, walking over to you, and, like, one of them puts their hand up to, like... you know, as a kind of a safe greeting.
1: All right. Um, hmm, interesting. Okay, so... I wonder if I could feed rope through the wind to my compatriots, because I do have 50 feet of it, and I would think that with a rope maybe some of my party members could cross over here with me. If you would like, um, since the wind
3: is going in that direction, yeah, you could just toss that out in the wind.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to basically do a, like like they do um, during a whiteout. Uh, have them kind of, you know, one by one up the rope come to me. Sure. As you're greasy, just make me a body check just to see yeah. how this goes. How greasy is Charles? Let's find out. <laughs> Uh, the answer is uh one <laughs> plus uh whatever my
3: body. Enough to pass. Yeah! Uh, so the yeah right. you are on the other side of this whiteout and all of a sudden there's this rope that just comes snapping out at you. And it's only and you're just, semi-greasy. It's only <laughs> semi-greasy. Are any of you taking this rope and following your compatriot who seem to be swallowed up by the storms?
5: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, why not? Love a good okay. greasy rope. Let's go. <laughs> so the rest
3: of you, um, you know, step by step, you get into the lull of the storm, and you are surprised to see six of these figures that I described earlier, tattooed with monsters all over them, muscular, scarred, pretty like they're they're gray skinned, but they look pretty healthy for being so old. In their thirties, they're just very old. Uh, but they have this crystal shard jutting out of their chest, and you see that um, Ertak has a collection of these same crystals. Um, one of them walks over, and with a, a, a deep, sonorous voice that seems not to be completely synchronized with their mouth moving, um, it says, Welcome. Welcome. We're glad that you have
1: come here, and I, uh, I respond. We are here to become part of the tribe. Um, how they are you? Instantly, light up when you say that, and they
3: cut you off. And we are glad that you are here to join our tribe, and <laughs> they all touch the crystal that is jutting from their chest and they look at the crystals that you have in your hands hmm. and they motion for you to hand them one of the crystals.
1: Hmm. I don't want to get stabbed in the chest with a crystal. Turtles, How about you guys?
0: Turtles, I want you to it's look at it like this. Are you Think about it like this. Are they going to stab you? Yeah, probably. But, <laughs> you know, on the other hand, Maybe they won't.
1: And <laughs> also, this is all a magic vision. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give him the, the sh- crystal shard. Hell yeah. So the man
3: takes it gingerly in his hands and wraps his fingers. And you can see that they're almost unnaturally long. And he beckons you to come closer. And he says, bear your chest. I Still
4: mean, could be anything, IRL,
1: like, sure fuck it why not let's die it's awesome um, so go ahead and roll me 1d6 you got and this is how many times he stabs me <laughs> he stabs me three times Um. so
3: he stabs you once straight through the solar plexus Ow. and you feel it root into you take three points of vitality damage and like okay. it burns but in in a cold way uh, your body strength your body score instantly increases from once you go from zero to one sweet cool and then the man turns and then a woman steps up next to him and they both say in unison who else wants to join the people
0: you
5: guys want to do it
0: I mean, I mean,
5: you have yeah. not lived till stone and chest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And
5: then,
1: and then you might live afterward. Maybe not.
5: So far, yeah,
1: seven people it.
5: live with stone and chest. Bang. <laughs> thing could live stone and chest. <laughs> Anybody else wanting yeah. to go through this yeah. ritual? No? Yeah. yeah, all of you are doing Indian. <laughs>
3: All right, each of you roll me D6. This is peer pressure now. (laughs) Two. Everybody's doing it. All right. And uh, you... All right, so that's how many points in Vitality Damage you take. Each of you get one um, added to your body score.
1: I feel like it was a worthy trade-off in my case.
3: They all six of them all smile kind of creepily, but also very contentedly. And they walk
1: around the giant crystal. And then they seem to disappear. Oh, we'll be seeing them again, I'm pretty sure. Those fun-loving dicks.
3: So... As you were kind of here the epicenter of the crystal, are you still wanting to sing and play your panpipes or are you
1: wanting to press on further to the north? I feel like the the panpipes would just be a hat on a hat right now. And I also think what John or just um, this before? Uruk, <laughs> No. No, no, it hasn't. But I also know that Uruk uh wanted to go back and check out the past. So oh. I think that's what we're gonna do. Um yeah. Yeah. So I will okay. I will secure my rope around the big gray crystals base at its slenderest point so that we can get back to the wind base. Yeah, and I'll just leave um, the rope behind, and that'll just be there for the next person who wants to go okay. get a stab in the chest. So when Why, you... What you, I mean, maybe I've started like a whole religion there by leaving that rope there. He, like candidates will come and climb up the rope and.
3: So when you go back into the chamber with the giant tree in it, it is completely covered from base to crown in that black goo. The goo is now spreading much further from the opposite side of that crevasse and it is bridging the crevasse with just more of this ropey tendrils and is pulling itself across. Um, but it is not impeding your way at all to the way to the west where you, you originated.
1: Okay, I wonder cool. if it'll get to the the storm eventually.
0: Is it chasing the seed? You don't, I, don't no. I don't know. Well, was it reaching close. for me? Yeah, uh, it's kind of a amorphous blob, so maybe. Okay, okay. You 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 say that as though it did form pseudopods and reach for me before. Oh, you mean yeah, when, you're th-
3: pass- when you're passing when you're passing through the room? So yeah, I think yeah. Like the
0: whole thing in advance um Uh i mean this is moving
3: very slowly if you stand Uh, long enough yes the the tendrils are moving towards you okay specifically
5: him not the rest of us like we take Um, two steps to the left
3: coming in your direction as well but they're more all more of the tendrils are heading in his direction correct
1: he's got the seed got the seed baby we've just got the fruit in our belly now, if since you did
3: take damage from the stone, if you wanted to, in the room where you first started, you could safely rest for ten minutes and get some of that vitality back before continuing. Um, keep in mind that, of course, the whole adventure itself is timed to the length of how long that hallucinogen lasts. But that is a, a, a press-your-luck mechanism if you want.
0: I don't. I um, don't feel I, the
3: need to rest.
1: Let's okay. keep going. Yeah, I've still got okay. plenty of vitality. Yeah.
3: So heading from the west, from the room with the ooze to where you first started, and then heading into what has come to pass, you find yourself again in a large circular cave with packed earth. There's a circle of red stones. Across the circle, there is a large brooding stone throne, upon which sits a large ape. Upon his head sits a
0: winged bronze helmet that is stained fuck, yes. with Wait. blood. Yes. We haven't reached the Bronze Age yet. What the fuck is that on his head? At, and in the center of that ring of
1: stones, there is a bowl. This and is by it, far the coolest room so far. Yeah, it is of this st- room stone bowl that inside of it contains, from what you can see, a
3: dark, viscous, scarlet liquid. Drink it. Drink it. There is a passageway to the north as well.
1: I'm drinking the liquid. Drink the mystery liquid. Yeah, it's blood. It's not a mystery. It's crimson. It's, It's probably monkey blood. Ape blood. Excuse me, that's insulting. Um, did you say the ape was alive or dead, or maybe oh, out of no, rock the or ape what No, he was
3: alive, and uh, as soon as you enter into this room, he is about to start speaking. So, the question is, are oh, you going yeah. to let him speak, or are yeah. you going to dive towards that bull? I don't know what your instinct
5: is. Are
1: you shitting me, talking monkey? I'll hear whatever he has to say.
5: <laughs> I mean, he will be smarter than it's all Dragon. Sorry. <laughs> the first thing he says
3: when he sees you he kind of props himself on one arm and he says kneel
5: uh no me fang not kneel
1: i'm gonna hold off on the kneeling um for now i mean since fang's not gonna kneel i feel like i'd be a little bit uh Embarrassed and be the only one to kneel.
2: Yeah, dude, I don't want to look like a wuss in front of Fang.
5: I know, Neil. Neil, live three days travel. <laughs> he takes himself
3: off of his elbow and he stands up and he rears up. He is a massive ape. And he, again, just looks down at all of you from the top of his throne, and without question,
1: he just says, Neil. I play him a merry song on my panpipes. Uh, specifically, I play Ape Man by The Kinks. Compared um, mm. to the birds and the flowers and the bees, I am an ape man. Yeah, That's it's a great yeah. song. So I think that would put him in a very jolly mood. Um uh, and since I am an outgoing dipshit uh, with musical talent, who is glib and uh, good at talking people into things, I'm going to do a merry jig while I play it to hopefully so charm this great ape, this very great ape, uh, that he will not greatest pound ape. us. Yeah, greatest ape. Uh, do I do what? what kind of check for that? So that's going to be a heart check.
3: So you're going to be um, rolling two dice uh, versus your one penalty die. Okay. Uh, He does seem like his brow is furrowing as you are not kneeling and instead pulling up panpipes. He is glowering at you.
1: Well, guess what? That's a combined score of six. Without a nat six, so I think so that, that I the, the okay. total is six, yeah. Three from my dice rolling, three for my heart score. Um, I think that I just charmed the the dickens out of this. Uh, oh, you said we want to hit uh between zero and three on that, right? Oh, no, no, no,
3: I'm saying that's your average threshold oh, okay. because yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a six plus is basically l- like a legendary difficulty. So Hell you yeah. Have, um, <laughs> So the, <laughs> the power of the kinks. <laughs> uh, yeah, the glowering ape looks at you and cracks a smile. Looks at the rest of you with like this look of disdain and hatred, but looks at <laughs> uh, tech and smiles and he goes, I was going to ask one of you to kneel or all of you to kneel and one of you to offer yourself up as a sacrifice. But, uh, Thanks to this asshole over here, uh, (laughs) I will give you exactly six, well, seconds might be abstract. I will give you uh, two breaths to get out of here before I choose one of you and beat you to death.
1: Yes, sir. I'm I'm hoping nobody's (laughs) going to put up any, yeah, I'm out of there. I'm out of there the way we came.
2: I think I liked our chances against the ooze better.
1: Now, yeah. Keep on, there's a passageway to the
0: north from here that you can go, though. So oh, yeah, might to as
1: well go, go... further. I'm yeah.
0: a... Actually, before we go, I certifiably dropped the seed in this room. Oh,
1: interesting. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. think holding right. his
5: breath because <laughs> it's extending his time.
1: <laughs> not your breaths, I don't think.
5: I- Bang uh, does not the... know that.
4: Deep oh.
3: he Looks at the seed with uh, a lot of greed, and
0: um, is waiting. You can kill yourself last. (laughs) Appreciate that. Cheers. All right. (laughs) Um, I think we carry on
4: to the north
1: then.
2: Yeah, I think I'm getting out of here. I'm, I'm.
1: You're welcome, we have- guys.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm thankful. Yeah, let's
0: go. Let's go. Let's go back. Um wait, back or are you going north?
1: Yeah, we can go further instead of going back. Yeah, let's go north. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah
5: let's so not safe. go get Tasha Yard. Let's let's go somewhere else.
0: I I, I am happens. I am excited to know what happens when the ooze finally gets to that room with the ape. I think that the ape guy is gonna kick its ass, to be honest. Well, one way to find out, and that's Ian has to make it up. Keep holding our <laughs> breath,
5: we have we have one more good inhale, and we wait yep. for the ooze Ooh. to get to the monkey. <laughs> so you see that
3: you were in a meandering tunnel in this cave system. It goes north for some time, but you see that there is a branch off to your right, If you want to keep going further down this corridor, you see that there are more entrances opening further up ahead. So the question is, would you like to branch off at the first opportunity, or push deeper?
1: What do you guys think?
2: I think we should branch off at the first opportunity.
1: Okay. So let it be written, so let it be done.
3: That sounds good to John. So, when you branch off, you see this is a short, natural corridor, but after you travel it for just a a handful of paces, you see that it's blocked with an avalanche of heavy stones. As you approach it, you smell the scent of death and decay, that sickly sweet smell that bodies make when they've been lingering and not being buried.
1: You guys... Were the ones who told me that Warhammer was selling a, a scented candle that was like high pox, right? Yep. <laughs> Great.
3: Anything you're wanting to do here or backtrack and keep continuing going north?
4: God.
5: Um, I, I mean ahead. what reminisce about how it smells like my mother? I
0: don't know. <laughs> we got nothing. Never heard it so quiet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's let's um let's go back and pursue the option with more turnoffs on it. The the hallway with more exits off of it. The
2: next room will be Ape Democracy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so as
3: you continue to push forward the path continues more or less straight before it begins to curve a little bit towards the east and there's a branch shooting off from the west from here kind of a little aperture you have to stoop down into you see what looks to be like a small cave covered in vines and there's a large pink fruit in the center of the room like the size of a pumpkin. There's
4: Otherwise, so much
1: fruit on this adventure. I love it. Mm-hmm.
3: The passageway that you're in continues to the right, and it looks like a much larger chamber opens if you continue to follow
5: it. Bugman. Bugman. You. Bug man. You, you, <laughs> uh, you summon. Beetle. It fly. Grab fruit. Bring back. We eat you do
1: i mean that sounds good to me
0: Bugman. Yeah. man that's me yes um, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> is, what if i try to turn you into a beetle but uh, a critical failure with that would be you know you'd have to do your jeff goldblum impression
4: uh, <laughs> oh, oh, by gosh. which i mean
0: absolutely that sounds me. amazing
5: we paschke could fly
1: yeah paschke
5: beetle that direction it's mm, uh, uh you see the oom-ahs
4: are <laughs> close that was, my, too. that was a high school band the oom
3: <laughs> it sounds like an oom band like you should be playing the tuba or the sousaphone
1: it was shatner meets uh goldblum i got it first try man like i i'm picking Shat-blooms. up when you're laying down okay well, yeah
0: okay um i am going to uh you said it's a pumpkin right it or is size a size of a pumpkin large
3: and long of fruit a size yeah. like big as a pumpkin
1: okay think of how big a piece of for each of us that is I'm
0: thinking about that's like I'm, a three
1: pound chunk of fruit I'm very excited about
0: this I sit down and i carefully meditate on the various flying insects I know uh, are you keeping your eyes open
3: and studying the room, or are you closing them and focusing on images of insects in your
0: mind? Uh, I'm tripping balls, <laughs> uh, is my answer to that. So I'm sitting your eyes wide open, seeing my meditation in front of me.
3: Be- because you all have the augmented census tag, and if you are staring into that room while you're doing your meditation, you notice that the vines and roots that are covering this chamber pulse once in a while. Like they're twitching. Okay.
1: That's just that's just the sign of a
0: healthy vine. Let's, is do the vines have a dick vein?
5: <laughs>
0: the, the, a
5: dick vein? <laughs> the
3: stem that attaches to the fruit does. Nice.
4: Um, yeah.
3: They call that the snickers thing.
4: Yep.
0: I'm um, going to to consider all the wonderful flying insects that that feast on fine fruit, vinyl fruit, and I'm going to attempt again to cast Flight on myself. Uh, I am attempting to also use the tag, um, uh, uh my edidic memory for insects. I get it,
1: and uh, I will help him. I'll provide an assist by playing "Flight of the Bumblebee" on my um, my little bone flute. So I'm going to be tickling my bone flute while John does his thing.
0: <laughs> Tell me what happens right. when Charles tickles his bone flute to the Dick Vane vines. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, Ian. Paint me a word picture.
1: Yeah. What does that Dude, look
3: Someday, someone from my family is gonna watch this very <laughs> episode. We're gonna have
1: questions Ian, for Ian, me. Ian, <laughs> toss me a word salad.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: oh, mm, <laughs> so, <Charles. laughs> Do me a verbal that's my friend. <laughs>
1: I if was you talking about the dinner item, I don't know what you're talking about. After, after- is what I'm talking about.
3: Sorry for being confusing after, on that. After you- after you play this adventure, you'll have to look at the map, because there are those little veins that you like <laughs> in this room, so it'll <laughs> gonna make you happy. Cool. So- if um so, your ca- now are mm. you doing this as a functional thing, like you're getting fly wings, or, or tell me what effect
0: you're wanting to make with your spell, so then we can uh, yeah. adjudicate uh, how this I'm not, works. I, I, I am, but they're not like growing from my body. They're kind of like spectral. Um oh. So you see me, you see me, and then you kind of see the form of a massive, you know, fly beetle
1: wings. That's cool. Of- <laughs>
0: Over over
3: me, oh. wow. nice. All right, so make me. I uh, your two positive dice, two negative
0: dice. Bowler. I got a positive six total. Or did you roll a nat six? No, I rolled. I rolled. You rolled nat I, six. Uh, buddy, I rolled a six and a three on my positive you, dice, and a six and a three negative. on my you, negative dice.
1: Well, okay. you can
3: drop the you top negative. You you only take the top. Of either of
0: the of the positive and the negative, so
3: that's a negative three right there. Yes, but what
0: I was telling you is that I got a positive and a negative six. Oh, so it's
1: a boon and uh, it's a boon and whatever, and it averages out to zero.
3: So you have options. Either you can cancel out the negative thing that's going to happen with the positive thing you get, or you can choose to apply a bonus stat boost to your check that you're making, give someone else a positive die to the next roll, or get an insight into this room.
0: Um, I guess I'll get an insight into this room. Okay. Um, so and not canceling well, out the no, no, thing. no, I'll cancel the negative thing. Okay. Um, so my roll was a three at the end of the day at the end of the
3: day that passes you get your wings uh to help carry you into this small space again the walls and the floor are covered by vines and roots and you've got this pink long fruit the size of a pumpkin uh so you go up to it as you get close to this fruit you smell that it gives off this wonderful scent of like honey like honey without getting stung by lots and lots of bees that is a wonderful thing uh do you pick up the fruit yes
0: i pick up the
3: fruit as soon as you pick up the fruit it makes a like a very sad flatulent sound as it begins to deflate it releases a cloud of purple spores um now Normally um you would make a, a difficult mind test, but you do have these spectral wings that I'm imagining could probably help with blowing the spores away. So yep. um you're going to have
1: uh two positive dice, one negative dice for a mind roll. Okay, spectral spores will be playing the uh, whiskey a go-go this weekend. <laughs> we have a lot of great bands on this. Yeah, all right. That's a uh that is a one.
3: Mm. Total of one. So, you get another tag of feeling groggy, and as you're a little bit disoriented, and uh, you're having a hard time finding where where the exit is, where you first came in, all of the vines and roots know instinctively that it's time to attack you. Um, The... They get advantage, um, and they attack you first. Grasping Roots burst out of the ground and try to pin you down. I need you to roll for me a body, or a defense roll. Um, so you're going to make your roll, and you're going to add your armor to that, which is a defensive one. Um. Do I roll just one of each or? You're treating this like you would a body check. So one positive die, one negative die.
0: I and didn't then know you're if adding. I had more yeah. negative die because I was groggy.
3: Uh,
1: that act, you're right. Well,
3: thank you for reminding it. Yeah, you get negative two dice.
1: Way to speak cool. up, sucker. Hey, y'all always bitch at me for. for- Hey, no, I appreciate that honesty. Hey, you know what? Uh, John, here's the secret. I'm going to make
0: fun of you no matter what you do. That's true. You are a sack of shit. No, you're lovely. <laughs> um, okay. So No one ever um, makes fun of Bridget because she, she is
3: blameless and faultless in this world.
2: And also, it, I'm. Because I'm the, a... the sun god
0: is.
1: Yeah. yeah. Me. That's
0: true. I'm intimidated a by her melanomic like like, rig. I feel like I teased Bridget a bunch at at ghoulish well, yes I wasn't, I wasn't at goulash I, I, fest i am much more teasy in person um so that gives oh, me a grand <laughs> that
4: gives me a grand
0: total of uh negative two okay Ooh. i think that's a fail that it is <laughs> uh, so you
3: are hit by these roots uh, they begin to First, they wrap around your ankles and hold you down fast, and they start to snake vines up to your throat uh, so that you take two points of damage, and uh, they begin to encase you more and more with roots. Ah, and it's like Evil to. Help! Ooh, yeah, we can definitely. <laughs> yeah, the ankles are moving further apart. Um,
4: <laughs> uh,
3: oh, um, anyone wanting to help your compatriot, or are you wanting to push in deeper and leave him to his fate?
1: I'm going to play Green Sleeves on my panpipes.
2: Yeah.
3: I would love to hear you. <laughs> I would love to hear you um, hum, hum, or uh,
5: however you want to. <laughs>
4: Yeah, Quest. Did you go mute?
5: Did I?
0: No. Right? I can okay. hear you. Okay. Good.
2: I
1: didn't hear anything. That's sad.
3: I was just thinking about Aww. like when the one the one show where you're like, hello, my honey. you're in the ragtime.
1: This is more like a haunting Charlie Brown Christmas sort of noise. Uh, I'm you can, you can, I just connect um, that song to
0: uh Fifel's Quest.
2: Yeah, yeah. King's Quest for me because it was the intro music for King's Quest.
0: Pifful Quest. Pifful goes Pifful goes Fifle, to Capitalist
3: Land. Hmm. Okay, uh so remind me. So the rest of you are you leaving your compatriot or are you pressing further into the I case? I grabbed
5: my axe. And That
1: was my attempt to help him.
5: Oh uh, okay. Yeah. Bugman in trouble. bang's fault no and (laughs) starts chopping
3: at the vines okay so you're going to enter into that space uh so we'll do initiative and we'll um now the first thing is as you are choosing to act or not to act that crystal that is jutting out of your chest you feel something spreading in your chest like uh, a, a crunching, crinkling sound that's going through your your muscles and you're feeling your muscles begin to swell a bit. Um, and you've now all, all of you have the crystal, you all have the uh, augmented physique tag. Your muscles Hell are yeah. getting swollen but your skin is beginning to go gray.
5: Who needs it? I mean, I'm in my 30s, so this is yep. fine. Yeah, this doesn't phase me. I yeah. attack the, attack the things attacking, attacking our, our bug man. Okay, uh, we'll do this as a
3: quick round-robin of actions to see if we can't free you, and then maybe we get a sight into the next room before we wrap up. So go ahead, uh, since you are all um, jacked up there, Fang. And don't forget, if you, since we're close to time, if you would like to burn effort before you roll, uh, spend a point of vitality, get extra bonus die, okay. you're more than welcome to do so.
5: So I get the two. Uh, I, I, that's my negative one. Uh, and then
3: I With get If you're augmented physique, you can have three total dice. And then I can
5: burn a thing to get four total dice. And only one of them's negative.
3: Right? right? Correct. Yes. Uh, it, two, two would be negative. Why would two because be negative? Because the, the creature in this is a level two creature, which uh... says how many negative dice, but I was
5: handling that at my end. Okay. So I should have five dice. No. Okay. It's only four. Don't yeah. worry about it. Well, All right. My highest good die was a five my highest bad die was a four
3: okay so that's a positive of one and then you are adding your body which is uh, well three with that bone so that's a total of four Uh, So, yes, you actually strike with a weapon for the first time, or the evening, and so you get uh, two damage from your bone axe that slices through it. As you slice off some of the roots, you see that um, all of them convulse just a bit, and um, they loosen around your friend. Go ahead and make me a body check, Urak, to see if you
0: can't free yourself. Okay. Interesting. Um, like interesting. Yeah, I uh, I rolled another negative six.
3: Uh, did you also include that you'll be rolling one extra bonus die from your Augmented Physique? Does it, it matter be able- if I roll a negative six? Uh, well, it means that well, if you go roll a positive six, they could cancel out. Okay. I did not. <laughs> You're still stuck fast. Um, So you are still being choked by the vines. You take uh, another two points of damage. Are the rest, the other two of you, wanting to uh, help your friend or advance to the next room? Um,
2: yeah, I could, I could poke at the vine with the spear. I got a spear.
3: So. All of you take the time to hack your friend free from this room. All of you take like a point of vitality from the many scratches uh, that you get from the thorny vines or from the roots scrabbling at you, and, um... Does that include me taking another point? Yes. I am dead! so you are dying um if you are so when you're at zero you come back in an hour uh, with your hit points replenished or your replenished, replenishing a scar if you would take more than that zero then you actually start to die but this is all hallucination uh, by spending so much time fighting this roots you you get a sense of struggle and triumph that um you share with the rest of the tribe you know that there are more rooms in this and other experiences that would help bind you to the tribe. but at least that the, the group of you have really become closer friends if not i say dare i say family um so we can close out the montage here unless uh, all of you want to say in in five seconds what was the thing you've learned about in your spirit journey here that helps you connect uh with your new tribe the, uh, Getting uh, stabbed
5: makes you strong. Fang learned that. Yes, Fang learned rock and chest. Good.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
2: nothing. Uh, fire doesn't solve everything.
0: Hmm. Um, I think that the 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 rock and chest is symbolic. has has powerful meaning. Maybe not literal.
5: No, of Fang has rock know. and That's... chest.
0: Ooh, oh no, it's and rock.
3: As a closing font, when you awaken in the chamber, the uh, your uh, bricklaw, the shaman and the chieftain looks at an absolute aghast horror at all of you as you have a actual gray crystal jutting out of your physical body as you've come back out of the trip. Um, and he begins to say, like, wards of, like, protection and um, starts to cast some pretty serious magic as you snap back into your bodies. Uh, but that's a story for another time. But uh, we'll go ahead and close there. Oh. Hooray! We have chest Woo. rocks.
2: Yeah, I went like, eight hours to explore rooms in this place.
3: Uh, there's there's a really cool rooms and stuff in here. Like, I, I was, like, reading through some of the other rooms. Really neat stuff. And the uh, crystal is really cool because not only did you get your extra tag uh, an hour after stabbing yourself with Augmented Physique, in one week, if you keep the crystal there, you get the tag, Alien Voice, in my head. And <laughs> more stuff to follow.
0: Cool um this is an interesting system um on one hand it makes total sense to be able to like add tags and stuff to to like cr- give yourself a better positive dice pool but mm-hmm. at the end of the day you could have six positive dice and still roll a five or a six on that i you baby they did, it was a rough night for me but that's okay it's Rough nights are also fun when you're playing role-playing games. Um, yeah, this was cool. So, like I said uh, at the top of the show, I grabbed the adventure we played tonight, the uh, the two the core book and a supplemental book on uh, primal gods and beliefs, and two adventure pamphlets for forty bucks. off exalted funeral. And right now, if you go there, you can also get uh the the reprint of uh the Mork, Mork vinyl, as well as uh this Discord has ghosts by Adam Vass and a cool mushroom game called uh oh I can't remember now, but it's about uh haunting the chef that's eating you uh and prepping you and you're a mushroom. Um, like
4: that.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um so that's all awesome. Um, hey, this weekend we have a book coming out from Madness Sharp Press called The Trick by Douglas Ford. The cover features a, a lovely Baphomet. Uh, we also have uh, one or two books uh, by Raph James White coming out pretty shortly here. Uh, Pure Hate and Everyone Dies Famous in a Small Town. And the week after that, we are honored to be releasing a uh collection from uh Jay Wilburn, uh may his memory be a blessing.
4: The late and may the he great. rest in peace. Yep.
0: Yes. Um, amazing writer. And this uh <laughs> hand to God, while I was uh laying out this anthology, I laughed, I cried, and it's just really amazing. Um boy howdy, um Coming up next month, I'm actually going to be doing Madness hard Games first like in person uh show thing. Uh we'll be at the Staples Game uh day show here in Austin, Texas, over at Austin Books and Comics. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Roland Coons and I will both be there. We'll be running Odd Gobs, Orc Borg, and Dungeonator. Uh so you can check it out there uh speaking of odd gods
4: speaking of odd gods look that. what i have in my hands
2: no.
0: well boom well boom it's wow. gorgeous it's beautiful it's it's here it is uh if you back the project it's going out now if you have not backed the project you can still get it by going to Madnessheart.com and picking it up there. Uh, I'll be oh, shipping John. out those orders. Yes, sir. John,
1: they, they can just go to oddgobs.com. They
0: can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe... checked that today. Oh, did you? Because I did yep. too and it didn't work. So, uh, okay, if that oddgobs.com works, use that for sure. If it if it doesn't, uh, which could have been my connection. so uh, It, it <laughs>
1: makes a difference whether you put in
0: HTTP or TTPS. Uh, but yeah, go go pick it up. I'll be shipping out those orders uh, this week, uh, hopefully. Yes, this weekend. I don't have anything else going on. Uh, there are also a couple of game stores in the country that you can go to, such as Ability Score in St. Louis will be carrying Yay. it. Uh, also, another thing that just arrived today. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember what arrived today. I think, John. Think, think. Yeah, I just. Oh, no
1: i just checked the link
0: on odd gobs and it's it takes them right there lovely thank you so much charles sure whispers of the dead saint in paperback arrived today i can start shipping these out so again madnessheart.press uh pick them up there or you can buy it on amazon uh wherever you buy your books um Am I missing stuff? I don't know. We've we've done. S- Charles and I have run ourselves ragged this year. Um, we put we put together a publishing calendar that, quite frankly, was not great on our mental and physical health. Um, but luckily he has Babette and I have Beans, and we're just snuggling puppies <laughs> until we can feel again. Um, our intro and outro music is bog wizard specifically the song uh barbaria of purple miasmic smoke uh incredible band you should check out their links which is which are in our show notes and hey why not go over to exalted funeral and pick up uh primal quest it like even if you just grabbed the core game it's dirt cheap and it's cool as fuck i think that's it i think i think I i'm can- spent
3: I can add I can add on top of that, just a quick plug for Caleb Anglekey, one of our friends of the show, has a sequel to the Korg Kickstarter, which was a massive success. So he is launching Korg Slayer, which is an expansion to all that, and I am the stretch goal writer for that, so I'll be writing some tons of flavor text for that. So if you like my stuff, or if you don't like my stuff, you can bite and burn it, but you can back that on Kickstarter and uh see more of the stuff that are right
0: yes um yeah there you go there you have it uh we all do cool stuff so go find us at onemoncast.com or maybe just go follow us on twitter uh you can bug us all online almost all of us are open to commissions if you want us to do cool shit for you like we hey everyone on this thing needs money baby uh, <laughs> on that note uh, thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. I have been John Orok Thule Baltusberger.
1: I have been Charles some, uh, musical guy Bernard.
2: I've been Bridget Glove Brave.
1: I have been the sun god <laughs> Ian Servos.
4: <laughs>
5: me, Mr. Pashki, me play... Thanks. <laughs> thing yes the brain work good
4: best brain
0: brain thank you you all for joining us Uh, we will be back next week when I believe we are going to be playing Ronin Uh, uh, if all things go to plan Mm -hmm. if not we'll be playing something else so we'll see you back here next week until then stay safe and maybe don't keep a hissing cockroach in your mouth probably don't or Or, do I'm not going to kink jam you.
2: No,
0: I will.